Greetings, soul family. This is Big G from the Cool Ass Conversations Podcast. Introducing the Frequency Forum Podcast with your hosts, Ashwin Nicole, Rico DeJesus, Miguel Rivera, and friends. Brought to you by Akashohana, which means soul family. Thank you for tuning in as we embark on another high-frequency conversation. Welcome back for another installation of Frequency Forum. I am Ashwa Nicole with Akash Ohana, and I'm here with Rico DeJesus and Betty George. And today we're going to talk about relationships um, and the different aspects of relationships, especially when you're really um, getting metaphysical stuff. So when you understand and you're operating from creating your own um, reality, it definitely impacts the way you frame how you're relating to others and the meaning and value of relationships. You have better understanding about the cycling through relationships that we all experience in different ways. Um, and, you know, we had some really great conversation um, just ahead of this discussion where some things were coming up. We were talking about how some people are in your life for a season and a reason. <laughs> um, I know I can think of um, many relationships over the years that were some of them I still have from way back when, maybe when I was kids or when I was in school at different stages, whether it was high school or middle school. Um, and I still know people from those times, but my relationships with them and my interactions with them have evolved over time. Sometimes we're more um, interactive. Other times we're more distant and then, you know, things happen, but we always have these points of intersection, right? And it's like, you can go back to a segment of your life where someone was really prominent <clears throat> or available. And I have one friend in particular who actually were no longer friends, but for about, for over 20 years, we were very closely connected and we shared a lot of our spiritual journey together. And it was great because I would, I learned a lot because of things that they were getting into. And then they were learning a lot because of things that I was getting into. And then we were able to share, but it was just really cool because we were exploring on our own and we didn't have a lot of people in our world at that time that we could actually talk to about this kind of stuff and and analyze and dig dig into it some you know <clears throat> as we were learning how to apply things um i attribute you know the stuff i everything i learned about astrology to this person because they of some of the content that they shared with me and some of the um, books and things um and then i sent them some I, i'll never forget this was really funny i sent them some um uh, I had gotten some extra copies of some Abraham recordings <laughs> that I had purchased. And I was like, I'm going to send them a couple of things. So I sent him this package of discs and he thought they were DVDs. So he put them on top of his TV. And a year later, he's sending me this link. He's like, Hey, have you ever heard of this Abraham makes? I've, I've just get heard about this and I, I can't stop listening to it. And I was like, dude, I sent you that a year ago. <laughs> Who am I? Did you listen to what I sent you a year ago? He was like, no, it's still sitting on the TV because I thought they were DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And so, you know, but it was really cool to be able to share all of that at that time because I was still in the beginning of my Abraham Hicks journey. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and now, you know, at some point our our path together came to an end and now we're on to other things, which is just as well. Um, and my life is full of amazing new people. And sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes people come into our lives for, for either our assistance or for us to assist them. Yes. So they're only yeah. there for that one interaction or two interactions. And, yes. And, mm-hmm. But that interaction, you know, is monumental either to you Absolutely. or to them. Absolutely. But it's not yeah. meant to keep that relationship. It's just that experience. That's so true. But what I love more than anything else is as we evolve, we are able to recognize these things and to put it into the correct place, space and time, and also to assist others. And it all goes with a whole lot of the different spiritual teachings about Don Miguel not taking things personally and, um, you know, doing your best all that is in relationships, understanding that, okay, this person operates from where they are and you have to accept them where they are. And either sometimes we're going to grow together and move on to the next level or we're going to fade away because we are on different parts. And being able to recognize these things, that's what helps in your evolution because you're not taking things personally and you are learning the lessons, you are recognizing, accepting, and looking for the lesson or the experience, and let it go gracefully, graciously, without getting bent out of shape or anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So those are the things for me that are so important as I look back at different relationships and whatnot, and I say, okay, I wouldn't have changed anything because everything led to now. Yes, And that relationship was important. And what did I get out of it? Okay. Or what did they get out of it? It's not so great in the sense that if there was a bad experience, I'm not looking for the bad experience. I'm looking for the positive experience in order to move on. Mm-hmm. And also um, being able to respond because sometimes people are bent out of shape and they tell you, oh, you, you change or you don't have time, blah, 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 blah. But you recognizing, okay, we are on different paths and you're not trying to make it happen still or exactly. force it or still give it life yes. and releasing it. So that's the beautiful thing that I love at this point in time in my life to understand some of these things and to know when, if I sometimes, some relationship you can water again and it can blossom again because you have to a different place and you can receive it differently and you can help. And some, you just got to let it go. You know, so I just wanted to say that, you know, in terms of where I am now at this time in my life. I think also um, recognizing um, the parameters of that relationship. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and what I mean mm-hmm. by that, too, is um, I used to have this friend who we were close for a long time. In fact, um, I would consider him uh, at that time uh, uh, like a best friend. But he was a taker. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, I 
I was in a really good financial place and he was not and he needed assistance. And I paid thousands of dollars to help him get out of the mess that he was in. And um, we would go on trips and I would pay. And and then um, eventually, through time, we ended up in the same city. We were in Miami and we were working uh, in the same store. And we were one day from getting paid and I was almost out of gas. Like the gas light turned on and I still had one more day to go to work and come back. And so I asked if I could borrow $20. Now, I don't like to ask people for money. Right. But I had no choice because even though the distance to the job was not very long with traffic, that car would have been Mm -hmm. done. Um, And I asked him for $20 and he could not give me $20 to put gas in the car. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had to ask my employee to lend me $20. Mm-hmm. So that, um, but do you see the, the dynamics here? You know, yeah. always giving, 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 and then mm-hmm. almost, almost sudden I'm, I'm in need and you're nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So once I, I saw who he was, mm-hmm. then I had to make a choice. If I wanted to keep this person in my life, I knew how far I could throw him. Exactly. Right. Um, right. Or I could just let it go. And um, at first I kept them around for another year or two because we, we had good times. And when we got together, there was a lot of laughter. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we need laughter in our life. But then I realized, you know, this is this is a one-way street. And this is not... Yeah. Yeah, and it's an out of balance relationship, you know, and and I've experienced that a lot. I remember coming to a point in the mid 2000s where I was just like, okay, universe, I want more people in my life that I can learn from because I felt like I was becoming a teacher for everybody that was there. They were asking Mm. me questions and, you know, well, you can do you did this and you can how do you think that way? And how did you get this? You know, and I was just like, whoa, I really want more people that can feed me as well, because mm-hmm. this is this is not balanced for, you know, it was just I wasn't getting what I needed, even though people were getting more from me when they showed up. And, you know, I like being kind. I like being open. And so I don't. I don't, I I insist on constantly demonstrating that and being that it's, you know, it's, for me, it's, it's part of freedom, um, freedom to express, to give, to love, to share, but, you know, but I've never done it with this insistence that I, I have to get in return. And I know plenty of people who operate that way. They are, they insist that they have to get something, um, it, they're, or they become very transactional <laughs> in their dealings. Mm. And so those people, you know, like you use the word taker, those people tend to be takers in, re- in relationships, right? You know, they're just in it for what's in it for them and screw you. And I'm like, no, I think if, you know, it really works well, if we can support one another, wherever we are and the relationships that I have where that's, imbalance it works great and I have way more people in my life who operate from that place I I I really don't have any takers at this point you know that I interact with on a regular basis so um well maybe one but that's 
<laughs> working on yeah. that. That won't be for long. But, yeah. um, you know, um, and it makes me think about this. Um, um, I was listening to, she's, I guess she's a therapist and she does some like relationship therapy or coaching or something. But anyway, she was on a show and they were interviewing her and, and she explained how she sees things. And she says, so let's say you're in a relationship and you're a square and the other person is a circle and their circle yes, fits. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And their circle fits into your square and they're getting everything they need because yes. all their edges are mm-hmm. fulfilled. But you have all of these spaces in the corners that go unfulfilled by that relationship, mm-hmm. which means yes. that you are not truly compatible. You may have compatibility yes. up, up to a point, but there are still areas that go unfulfilled for yes. you. And it's important for you to be fulfilled in all of the areas that are significant to you in a relationship. And I was like, wow, that's a really great way to think of it, you know, and, and we, and I like, you know, like you said, Betty, I love having the awareness of when that kind of thing is happening Um, because I have had so many people approach me in different ways or, you know, I'm having an interaction and they're in their feelings or whatever they're in their drama and I'm like observing it's almost like I go into this observation space where I can see what's happening and I know where they are and what's going on but I also know that I'm not there like I that's not the belief system I have so that response wouldn't be appropriate based on how I know the world and the universe and energy works Mm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and I and it's like all you can do is observe them sometimes because people really just want to go through their stuff. Um, sometimes they're not always asking for help or improvement. Yeah. They just want to be where they are. And it's nice to be able to recognize that. And and like you said, Rico, respond accordingly, you know, mm-hmm. put it in its context. Yes, um, I have the the person here the woman who um, we listened to, but um, yeah, I remember that, that podcast especially, and it was about love relationships, but also more than anything else, um, what I have learned also that these relationships or people who come into our life who are, or who are in our lives, Mm -hmm. sometimes they mirror back to us what's going on in us. Absolutely what we are absolutely and is having that ability to understand that also being at that place where you can appreciate it and realize if you did not have that in you you would not have been able to see it in the first place absolutely that's so true and yeah in, in my and understanding that mm-hmm. i'm sorry go ahead finish go finish ahead. your thought yeah and in understanding and recognizing that you realize if it's something you don't like that you're seeing you have it in you and then you need to make those changes you know absolutely so is being able to be at that place of being non-judgmental and like um damn yeah (laughs) i can say that too i can say it okay (laughs) yeah that exists in me okay i'm looking at myself i have some of those qualities Mm -hmm. it could not be the exact way but some form of it exists in me mm-hmm. you know and you can fix it or you can depending on the person that 
you're involved with or you have the relationship, you all can make that shift together. Mm-hmm. Or you realize that, okay, it's time, you know, to move on. But you also have to fix it in you because if not, it's going to come again and again and again in different time and place and different name, you know, in terms of persons. Mm-hmm. So I just love being able to evolve enough to develop enough to recognize these things and relationships and understanding also sometimes you don't need to do much right you don't need to do anything to end relationships and what it's going to fade on its own as you grow and go to the next level because if they can't come up naturally it's going to fade you know right so you don't have to do anything devious or dramatic or traumatic you know to end relationships sometimes you make the decision yourself and as you grow and you go to the next level those things just naturally fade you know so just understanding some of these things and um paying special attention and understanding that you have the control and more than anything else understanding that your responses your chosen responses to everything you know creates the reaction and the results so as you master strive for mastering these different areas all these things just happen to unfold or will unfold naturally and beautifully without having to do anything really traumatic but understanding at the same time that it's about you and you have to be able to give what you expect and what you want. So sometimes you see things in people and um, if you don't have it to give also, you know, I, I just, I'll stop there. So we quickly could continue. Well, to add on <laughs> to, to your statement, um, it's about setting the intention. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in my life, um, when I was in college, I was very popular. I had many friends, many circles. And um, I eventually realized that all the people that were around me or who I thought were friends were really more acquaintances. They, the the mm-hmm. base wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I realized, okay, it's great that I know 250 people, but I I need real friends. I need people that are you know, on the same mm-hmm. path as I am or, and then once I made that intention, all that disappeared. And now I yes. have only a handful of, of really close friends exactly. that really nurture me and I nurture them. It's a two way street. Mm-hmm. Yes. And exactly. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is talking about that um, friend that wouldn't lend me the $20 that um, that person was, one of the last people in my life that was a taker because the other people that were, I had many other people in my life that also took from me, but I didn't realize they were takers. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it took a while. It took years for me to realize the, what was really going on. And once I did, then um, once it became clear Again, setting the intention, they faded away. Exactly. And then exactly. this one I kept holding on to because we we were friends for over 10 years and we had all mm-hmm. these experiences together. And um, but he had changed so much, or I didn't really realize who he was. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I did, again, 
I kept giving him another chance and giving him another chance. And then I finally was like, okay, this does not serve me anymore. And I didn't have to break right. off the friendship. I just said, this no longer serves me. And then exactly. he faded away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 Now, now that you said that, but also some of the things that you've seen in him, does it exist in you on other levels? Are you take uh, in other things, not necessarily in the things that he took from you, but in other aspects of your life? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I think. Reflection. I think for me, reflecting back is more that um, I've always been a giver, and mm-hmm. um, to the There's point that takers. Yep. yeah, to the point that you're giving even so much that you're not nurturing. Your, I'm not nurturing myself. Right. I'm not replenishing myself. I right. just keep giving and giving because that's kind of where I grew up. You know, if someone like hurts you, right. you turn the cheek, you know, you just keep giving right. and giving. And um, even in, our, in, you know, since I grew up in church, even our leaders at the church, I mm-hmm. realized all they did was take. They never gave back at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Here they are in their mm-hmm. fancy cars, fancy houses. You know, our our house is falling apart. We don't have money for whatever. But here Mm -hmm. we are giving whatever little coinage that we had to them so they could be in their lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, that was and I and I think the the whole reason that all these people were there, too, were to show me, okay, this is what's happening with you. You need to change this or you're going to keep getting the same Mm -hmm. thing. Now I feel that the people in my life, they're not you know i have really strong stable uh people in my life who are very supportive yeah, right. and it's again a two-way right. street and um i right, think once in a right. while another person will show up but i think that's more like uh i don't want to call it a test from the universe but it's to see like um nicole yeah, you and so i have talked about beliefs the, yes yeah rising up to defend themselves <laughs> yes say, hey to see, yes. Yes. yes to see if you really did change yep yeah and as you know, say, I was uh-huh. going to add to that because that's that's so true. Sometimes I don't know if I see a direct reflection because I think of some of the people that I've had to um, deal with. And when someone is like really narcissistic or, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, sociopathic with their <laughs> narcissism, because I've known a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Um, what it, it's interesting because I know that and I, and someone, you know, I, I always say people always tell me their truth and they do, mm-hmm. even if they don't realize that that's what they're doing. And it's usually through projection because people like that project a lot anyway. Right. And sometimes it'll come out why they think they're in my life or what they think, you know, mm-hmm. I'm good for, for them. And what it typically right. boils down to is they would frequently mistake my niceness for weakness Mm -hmm. because for some Mm -hmm. reason we are socialized to think that kind people are not, not powerful people. They're not empowered and they're weak and somehow targets or, you know, marks as we say colloquially. Right. So you think you can get over because I'm quote unquote nice and you can just do what you want and get what you want. But, I'm always watching. I'm always wise. I'm always sober. (laughs) 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm never yeah. telling myself a story that I'm not witnessing. I'm always real with myself about what I'm witnessing in other people. And yes, I might let you continue along your path because I also believe I'm not here to change anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I will respond to what I'm getting from you, but I'm not going to change you. Um, and so what has occurred, you know, I think of even one that um, ended in most in the most recent time where this person thinks I cut it off abruptly. But it's like, no, that was five years in the making. I mean, you know, and it and I was yeah. getting further and further away and we were having less and less interaction and I was not sharing any personal information for less you know, three years, I had even purchased a new car and I had had that car for two years and this person never knew, but I used to give them rides. And then at some point they never got another ride from me (laughs) kind of a thing. When I realized, oh, you're just taking all this for granted and you're disrespecting it. But what it was, what it, what I was also seeing was, wow, this person really doesn't love themselves and they are just lashing out at everyone all the time from their point of pain. Hmm. So that's what I checked in myself. How am I not loving myself? And of course, part of that answer is I'm not loving myself if I'm allowing this relationship to continue. And at some point I had to reclaim that too. So I don't think of, you know, I think people don't like to hear, well, how were you reflected in that relationship? Because they don't want to see themselves as this ugly predatory person that they have, they have to deal with, but it's not always Mm -hmm. just that. It's just how deep does your disrespect of yourself go? Exactly. 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 So it's, so when we say the reflection, it's not necessarily the exact quality but something in the vicinity of the quality yes. that exists in you right. that you have to correct. And, you know, so sometimes, okay, so some people, they love to give, oh my God, they would give up, you know, but what even to the point of detriment to yeah, themselves, that's not, right? that's not love. And then you suppose, yeah. and that's not healthy. And everybody's supposed to be, oh my God, you know, but no, what sick, when we say sick, but not healthy need that they are satisfying to do yeah, that. Yeah, usually it's a there need for approval or a need for acceptance or something, exactly. a need for validation, something like that. Well, yeah. for so, me, I was taught to be that way. I was taught as, right. a, as a good Christian, you're to always... sacrifice. Yes, you sacrifice right. yourself. That's self Yes, and you're never... Yeah. Um, it took a while. I mean, it wasn't until I got into Abraham Hicks that I really learned that about self-love mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. no you have yes. to give yourself first before yes. you give to others yes because if you don't you're not going to yes. have anything to give to others exactly 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 and then think everybody owes you no nobody oh you chose to do that <laughs> yeah. so you know i think of it like this when i'm interacting with people and encountering things i i just witness them as they are and it's like shopping at a store right there's clothes Mm -hmm. on the rack or there's products on the shelf and you assess each one of them oh does this look like something I could use does this look like something I like is this a value to me do I want to take this home do I want to use it you know you you get to make choices or do I want to leave it here right where it is because it doesn't suit me at all Mm. so I think Mm -hmm. of that, you know, I I go to each person and I think of the things that I like about them. I like that 
they were very self-assertive or something like that. But, but then I don't like that they tra- treat people like crap. I'm like, no, I can be nice and kind and confident and self-assertive. Right. You know, I can, I can be in my power and not have to compromise my personal sense of integrity to do it. Um, so I always feel like I have a choice in, in yeah. what I'm doing and taking away. And then sometimes if I see that there is shift, maybe there's something that needs to happen or a connection that needs to be made. And I'll, I'll make this point because I've been reminded of this a few times as well. Some of the most amazing gifts have come to me from some of the most um, out of alignment people I've ever met. Mm. It's the craziest thing. Like Abraham Hicks, for example, Um, you know, the person who introduced it to me was a friend at the time, but in our current political climate, we would have absolutely nothing and we have nothing in common. And you know what I'm saying? We're on very ends Mm -hmm. of the spectrum. We live differently. We have different beliefs about everything from equality to this, that, and the other, which we could not be more polarized, but I got that gift before that relationship ended, which was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I am forever yeah. grateful for that. I also don't yeah. believe in quote unquote, throwing people away because all no. those people who were crazy and, and um, pushy with me or whatever, they made me stronger. They made me more aware. They made me more self-loving Um and so yes. they'll always be connected in that respect. Yes. I needed that context yes. to yes. step more fully into who I am. And I appreciate that as well. Now, do I need to go back there? Hell no. Do I need to go no, and call no, them up no. and say, hey, like, nope, don't even have to do that. No, we are no, fine. We are complete. No, no. <laughs> yep. As Abraham says, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I do appreciate the value that I was able to carry with me, to take away with me. But according to Abraham, they were part of your soul family. But that's what I'm saying. They I were there for we, context. Yeah, yeah, they played their part yes. in their role. Their script ended. And now exactly. we're on to a new script, a new yeah. act in the play. Exactly. So we, we decided to come in together and to have this experience to mm-hmm. mix it up. <laughs> yeah. You and know, to show so, you Yeah. I think of them as... Yeah, guidepost yeah. it's like a big detour sign yep. <laughs> don't yeah, continue yeah. down this road just like just like we as well are mm-hmm. introduced to someone to give them a message i remember when nicole mm-hmm. and i went to cancun and um we were going to an abraham retreat and uh we're on the bus from the airport going to the hotel and i started a conversation with um the driver and uh-huh. I was a little nervous because, okay, here we are, a bunch of Abraham, you know, Abraham people in the van. So we know law of attraction. We're, you know, and there's this driver who knows nothing about nothing, right? And now uh-huh. my spirit is telling me to tell him what this is about uh-huh. uh, because he's asking. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with this. You're telling me to do this. I'm going to do it. So I start telling him, you know, I'll tell him a little bit about the law of attraction. And, and then my spirit, all of a sudden I'm going left field and I'm like, you know, um, we're all connected 
to God. Don't ever put a person higher than you are because you think that they're spiritually more advanced than you are because we all have the same connection to God, um, to, you know, to the universe, to spirit. We have have the same access. So what they're telling you, you can find out for yourself. And to him, that blew him away. Turns out he came from a small village. This, um, and Uh in his village, if the, um, uh, I don't want to call him a priest, but whoever the leader was, that's like the priest figure. If he comes to your house and says, give me your daughter, the family would have to Uh give him their daughter. I was blown away that that still happens today. But yes. And I'm like, he's nothing. I mean, we're all connected to to spirit in the same manner. So he he just started crying there while he was driving, like just blown away by my words. So I don't know who this person is. I don't even remember his name, but I remember that interaction and following my gut and telling him what was coming through. And that changed him. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. What's beautiful, you were able to listen. Listen, the instinct that told you to have this conversation with this gentleman, you listen. And those are the things that we are striving to do, to be able to listen to those gut feelings, those intuitions. And those are the things that really lead us, you know, but having that ability to listen makes all the difference in the world. It does. Yeah, that's beautiful. Relationships, relationships, they come and go and it's okay. It's part of our journey. It's part of creating who we are and being able to recognize it and accept it. It's, that is the work. That is the work. Yeah, that well, and cultivating your relationship with you and mm-hmm. the, the larger parts of yourself, the greater parts of yourself. Yeah, you you are more than just your physical body and your mind. You are your inner being. There's a a much larger non physical component to your existence um, that is eternal yeah. and always available. And making sure that you have the best connection, the best continuous connection to that. I mean, you can't, it's, it's what's breathing your body. So you can't not be connected to it. (laughs) That's kind of the cosmic joke, but you can sure convince yourself that you don't have that connection and experience the consequences as if that connection did not exist, but it's still not the core truth of who you are or why you're here. So the more closely you can manage and, understand how that connection works and how you can tune into it and um and live with it um as your as your best um avenue of supply for inspiration for wisdom for um encouragement for understanding it's all there yeah also, understanding that the different type of relationships are important mm-hmm. and they also supply different, I wouldn't say needs, but they are, what's the word? They, they, they create, they create, they create, help create you, but also 
let's use the words needs, but they supply different needs that you need at different times in your life or even right now. So you have a certain type of relationship that you can go for, for inspiration, you know, okay, these are my, my, my buddies that, okay, no matter what, I can call them and they would hold me up and be like-minded in this aspect. You have your relationships with your families and, you know, okay, it's your family no matter what, but, you know, these are the relationships I have with them and you have the acquaintances and you have the different types of relationships, but also understanding that all the relationships, you meet them where they are. There are no judgments or anything, but you just accept them where they are and hopefully they can evolve with you or if they don't evolve with you, they fade, but it all has to come for that place with love no matter what, with love where you either accept it is going to grow or you let it go where it's going to fade gracefully and it's okay. No matter what, just being at that place where it's beautiful and it's okay and you give it love no matter what and you gracefully let it go. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those are gentle reminders that I love to give myself sometimes. I would think back at certain... Um, people in my life or persons or whatever and wonder where they are, what they do. And, and from time to time, I would just send a word of love, love you. Thank you for everything, you know? And um, I just do that from time to time, just reaching back and sending yeah. love. Yeah. Sending love. Doesn't mean I want to revive the yeah. relationship, but just appreciating the experience we had at that point in time. It helped me be who I am today. Like Nicole was saying, everything, everything forms us, help us, you know, from who we yeah. are today. It's if anything had been different, yeah. if anything has been different in our journey, it would have been a different result. Mm -hmm. Everything leads to now. Everything leads Even those to that now. we feel have truly um, hurt us or we were hurt through that experience, that was a, yeah. um, I want to say a co-creative experience, but I, that's not the right words. <laughs> But they were part of the journey. Yeah, but it was, they were all co-creative. That's for sure. Because oh, you can't interact yeah. with something or someone and not have some something manifest yes. as a result of yeah. it. Yeah. And you're a lot yeah. stronger because of that relationship. You have Absolutely. come. You went through the fire. Yeah. You came out. And, uh, and I just, yeah. I want to keep, you know, just reminding people that that's a choice to be stronger to be more empowered, to be yes. now more informed, to be more clear, to be more um, aware, to be more of yourself. You know, it's all a choice mm -hmm. and you always have a choice. You know, a lot of times we're in these relationships with people that, you know, we feel like we can't escape <laughs> and that's not a very, yeah. um, powerful thought to have as a matter of fact it's quite the opposite you know if you feel like you don't have a choice you know my mother is a you know an ogre and I just have to deal with her you know I know people who have these kinds of stories and I'm yeah. just like you still have a choice about that mm -hmm. I mean yeah she she's yeah. always going to be your mother you can't change that back but you yeah. can change a how you see her you can change how much exactly. you interact with her you can change how she, you know because that you're also feeding into a loop that requires exactly. this call and response thing, right? You know, she exactly pushes a button and you are triggered to act in a certain way and she needs that to do the next thing. And then you need that to justify you having the next response. 
you know, you're contributing to that. That's, that's a co-creative process. And the moment you change that game, everything else changes. Yeah. It's a choice. The responses, your responses create your results, the outcome. And as a chosen, it can be chosen as calculative. People say, yeah, yes, you have to be calculated because you have to determine the outcomes that you want and your outcome that you want, you have to determine your responses and it's a choice each time. Yep, It's a choice. Even not doing something is a choice. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes what I love to do sometimes, well, I don't do it as much, but sometimes you send someone a text, you give them a few days or whatever, no response. So I would say, no response is a is a choice. Also, no response is a response. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is that the response you want me to have? If not, please send me the correct response because no response is a response. <laughs> Does that make sense? No yes. response is it a is. response. It's like no choice is a choice. You're acquiescing yeah. to the choice yeah. of others. Yeah. Yeah. So is that what you want me to interpret or understand? If that's it, that's fine. I accept it. I receive it. Or did you forget or did you not get back to it? I'm giving you the opportunity now to let me know, to clarify, you know, so it's just these small details and understand. And then sometimes you just need not to respond. And if that's the choice, that's beautiful. But just understanding it all and, you know, what you feed into, what you get focused to, because what you get focused to is what's going to grow and um, making the right choices and not taking things personally, understanding that people operate from where they are and by not taking things personally, you're not judging. And that helps a lot in relationships for it to either grow or fade, but is making these simple choices, how you respond, what you want to grow, what you want to And not beating yourself up for making the wrong choice. Exactly. Because that's just going to create more momentum going in the wrong direction that you don't want to be. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so we here, we met through Abraham. We've been on cruises together and we have continued. We have continued. It's been how many years? We've continued. It's since 2013. So I met you, Betty, on Abraham Cruise 2012. And then we met Rico in 2013. So actually, yes, we yeah, met on that yeah. cruise together. We just didn't uh, uh, get to spend more time together. Right. We didn't Which connect. Yeah. Well, oh, you were on the, okay. on the Mediterranean okay. Alaska cruise. Oh no. Okay, you were on the Mediterranean. No, 12, Betty and no, I met on the 2012 Alaska. Alaska cruise. Oh, okay. So then yeah. I and met then... you the next year on the Mediterranean. Yes. So on the Mediterranean cruise is when we also began to spend time actually talking and we got better acquainted on that cruise, Betty and I. And then we met you because we were um, hanging out every day. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, And then in 2014, I went to Sedona with Betty and then I went to Cancun with you a couple of weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 2013 was a big year I remember I remember it so distinctly because that was the year I decided to um explore my psychic gifts I was like all right I know I've got something going on I used to just kind of say oh I have some tendencies (laughs) (laughs) 
but (laughs) I chose to actively um, exercise them. And I was very deliberate. And I was like, I want to see how far this goes, like, you know, what it actually is and how it really works. And that's when I started um, with Paul Selig's work. um, And that was amazing. And it still is. And his work is all about activation. And for anyone out there listening, if you're not familiar with Paul Selig, um, his last name is S-E-L-I-G. And the, his first book is I Am the Word, which is a very powerful book. It's, yeah. um, and it's one of nine. I think he has another series coming out. So, But he's got several books out already. And if you read them in order, it takes you on this amazing journey of becoming love in in physical and it's really beautiful um so anyway um yeah it was it was just a really awesome year and I made these really great connections and you were two of the best parts of that year (laughs) because I talk to you guys all the time like almost daily sometimes multiple times a day (laughs) (laughs) you're my peeps indeed yeah Indeed. And we met lots of people. And most people say they go on cruises and they don't know anybody else after that's the end of it, end of the experience. But, you know, obviously we had a soul agreement. We had soul agreements. We're here today. We had soul agreements. It's been so much fun. And I mean, we've all witnessed so many amazing manifestations in one another's lives, too. Um, yeah. And I love that yeah. it has led us to this moment where we're able to share and tell our stories and hopefully help other people on their path and, um, you yeah. know, expand their awareness and understanding of how this life looks. You know, um, I think people sometimes assume that because you don't go to church, like tomorrow's Easter. So this is a I never know when Easter is because I haven't been on the church circuit in forever. So, and it's always a different time and it's not, it's just another day (laughs) to me. Mm -hmm. So I never ever think about it until I start to see pepper and egg sandwiches on restaurant menus. (laughs) Like, Oh, Easter must be soon or something, Mm -hmm. you know? And so um, Passover, like I, and then it's funny because I will, I have found myself even walking downtown seeing people with, these marks on their foreheads going, what is, why is everybody's face? And it's like, oh, it's Ash Wednesday. It must be Ash Wednesday. Okay. I forget that there's a ritual <laughs> yeah. around this stuff, you yeah. know, because yep. I just haven't been yeah. here so long. So, um, you know, I love that we, we share that the basis of our belief has brought us to this moment, but when people who like yeah. our church going folks who don't understand how we are able to do what we do or what our lives look like. This is what that looks like. It just looks like hanging out, having really connected conversations. I do this all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm, as a matter of fact, it's of such value to my life and my experience. I'm not very willing to do things that aren't in alignment with this, that don't feel good, you know? So um, it's, important to have people in your life that operate from the same premises or similar premises. Um, you know, it's really interesting to see how people struggle with their friendships, 
their relationships, even if they're married, you know, boyfriends, you know, they have close intimate relationships and they still can't trust the people or talk to them or really, you know, I can't talk to them about this stuff. And I'm like, really? But you're going to maintain a relationship where that there are limits where you have unmet needs. It's, it's interesting. Um, And it doesn't mean it can't work, but that kind of compromise is not necessary. Again, we have been so socialized to accept that some sacrifice is necessary for happiness or success or fulfillment. And that's just, it's, it's just a story we keep telling ourselves, not because it works, not because it's true, but it just becomes popular because everybody goes into agreement with the story and they insist on telling that story. And then there are those of us who just will not tell that story. <laughs> I'm telling another story. I have yeah. high harmony, you know, in, I highly harmonize with the people in my life. And it's amazing. Even my children, we have an incredible amount of harmony in how we move and operate and speak and think of ourselves and relate to others and what we put out in the world, what we broadcast. And that is always um, in alignment with who we really are. And, um, and that feels good. And I'm okay with that. You know, I, I have a friend yeah. now um, during COVID, or I have some friends during COVID who are getting quote unquote lonely. And I'm like, wow, I live alone, but I never feel lonely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never feel lonely. Yeah. I'm always in connection. And then when I do get some time to myself, I'm so savoring it. <laughs> like, oh. like, oh, I get time with my thoughts yeah. and I can receive my messages, you know, messages to questions I've had or whatever. You know, I get my ideas. I can start writing. I can do this. I, I get creative. Um, but there's always something fun to explore or something happening in my life that captures my attention. So I never, I never really get to feel lonely but then I don't necessarily believe in loneliness because I know I'm never really alone mm-hmm. you know exactly 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 and relationships so we are speaking about relationships and there's so many types of relationships so these relationships understanding also for successful relationships like Nicole said it's not our job to change anyone and meeting people where they are is one of the things that helps so much in maintaining and having a successful mm-hmm. relationship without judging, okay, you are not here, you don't do this, you don't do that. So it starts with self-development, being able to get to that place where you don't judge, understanding when you are judging and to pull yourself off the ledge to yeah. stop judging. <laughs> so just a self-talk I have to do all the time something happens in something with someone and you're like damn and you're going through the changes and being able to stop yourself on time to not mm-hmm. go down that rabbit hole helps save relationships also because sometimes people do things and say things and it's not about you really it's about what they're going through what they know Absolutely. and you don't take it personally so going back to the four agreements helps so much in maintaining and having successful okay and what are those four agreements there be impeccable with your word okay words, make yes. no assumptions be impeccable with your words. make no assumptions do not think things personally yeah, do you, always okay. do your best yeah and always do your absolutely, best. Your best, not somebody absolutely. else's best 
do your best. And, you know, those are the simple, said simply, you know, but it's much more in depth. But if you can remember these things a lot of the times and pull yourself off the ledge, it helps also to have lifelong relationships because sometimes relationships may not just because that is fading and it's not meant to, but it might be because of you. You yeah. don't know how to. And- <laughs> And not needing a relationship to be okay and to be in balance because the biggest relationship in your life Mm -hmm. is you. You're the one person you're going to have the longest relationship with ever. So, you know, your parents will come and go, your children will come and you may go or they may go, who knows, but you know, you are the one that you live with the absolute longest you're there 24 hours a day seven days a week yes how are you maintaining that relationship and that is what is reflected in your other relationships exactly exactly and whatever you want from someone you better be able to have it within you and be able to give it well and be or be honest with yourself about what you're willing to give because sometimes you don't want to give what you're getting (laughs) exactly (laughs) that too exactly Exactly. Yeah. 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 So just being able to be at that point of awareness, self-awareness to step, pull yourself back, do the self-talk, do the evaluation and then come back again. Helps increases in good relationships. Mm -hmm. And know that you can always change them. If you want better relationships, if you want more relationships, if you want fewer relationships, be it with friends, with family, with coworkers, with, you know, clients, whatever the relationship is, you are creating that and you get to summon it and you also get to dismiss it if you so choose. But maintaining your center of gravity around your ability to have it the way you prefer and when you are seeking improvement to recognize how you can easily integrate that improvement by you know recognizing when those examples are before you when they come into your experience and you know you get some new ideas on oh wow I never thought I could do it this way or you know I like how this person handles that I think yeah I'd like to become more like that things like that you get to choose you get to shop (laughs) you get to expand in that way and and if you're approaching it in as light away as, you know, think of it as social shopping. <laughs> You're discerning. How do I really want to be? What feels yeah. really good? What feels really like me, most like me? Um, You're always going to know your truth when you encounter it. Always, always. And then you don't go back. We don't devolve. I always say evolution is a one-way street. Even if you take a detour and you you know, lengthen the duration of time it takes for you to get to wherever it is you think you're going, you're still moving forward. And, um, and that is your best assurance Mm -hmm. that it's going to be fine. And you really can't, you can't, you can't screw it up. You can just take yourself off course a little bit, but you'll never really get it wrong and you can't fail. Yeah. And even going off course is part of the Absolutely. journey because when you go off course, you, you have no idea who Don't you're going to meet, what you're going to yes. learn on that path. That's getting you closer to where you really want to be. Absolutely. It's still maybe the shortest distance between you and you. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I love it. So don't get discouraged. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. 
I love these. I love these conversations with us because we are not perfect. We are on the journey also, and we are learning and we are growing. And we really do help and support each other. And you know, I like to think of it as, first of all, we didn't come here to be perfect. We're mm -hmm. perfectly human. We're perfectly exploring. We're perfectly powerful. We're perfectly abundant and successful in what we're doing. Um, You know, perfection is a myth that we use to accept the things we don't feel like we can change, I think sometimes. And I, so, you know, if I'm going to say I'm perfectly anything, I'm perfectly, I, we are becoming more fully human. You know, again, that's another assumption we make. That's not, we we could have a whole conversation on that alone. (laughs) Where are we going as a species? But, um, (laughs) but we are perfectly where we are and, and, and we are making good time with it. So everything is precisely as it should be. And this is the, this is the main event and I'm excited to be a part of the main event and I'm excited to be getting it. And I love knowing that I'm just going to get more and more um, of how this stuff works and how to really apply it and help others do the same. Um, You know, I just, you know, some people like to keep it light every now and then I like to lay it on a little heavy, but sometimes and most of the times I really do like a light touch goes a long way, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's all good. That's and all I think that's, well. that's great for today. So thanks for listening and we will talk to you all soon. Thanks for joining us. Wow, we've reached the end of another episode of the Akasha Hana Frequency Forum Podcast. Thank you for co-creating with us today. Remember, you create your reality, so create deliberately. You can follow Akasha Hana on Instagram, Facebook, and at www.akashohana.com. And also, get a chance, you can catch Ashu and Nicole, myself, and Apostle on the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. Stay cool, soul family.